Hello and welcome back to Apaka Podcast. This is Lore Drop 7 of our Lore Drop series, where normally we go behind the scenes and talk about our post-apocalyptic setting. However, today I have another special treat for us. I'm going to be talking with one of my players, Justin, who is playing a currently unnamed character. Right. So I'm here to talk to Justin about his character and how we can take a character idea and convert that into an actual character sheet. And one of the things I really like about the ABC system and what I've kind of designed it for is to try and make this this transition from idea to an actual character sheet as easy as possible. I don't know about you, Justin, but when we were playing Pathfinder and things like that, it just it felt like I was doing all sorts of matrix mechanics and algebra. I had to use spreadsheets or path builder or something just to get a piece of paper that told me what my character did and i did not want that for abc yeah because i am the person who wants to put the least amount into this but i want to act it out i want to play but uh, the homework yeah. i've been out of school <laughs> long enough yeah i get that you don't want homework for your hobby i i get that yeah that's a really good catchphrase you're the physicist uh, i'm not <laughs> so <laughs> yeah okay so um Justin, do you want to tell the listeners a little bit about your character concept and um, just kind of a little behind the scenes so they know what's going on before we actually start? Yeah, I wanted something different. I didn't want just a human running around. Normally, when I play these types of games, I'm a bruiser because, again, I don't want to have to think much. I just want to do. I'd rather be the person that takes the hit and slices somebody in half and we go and kind of go from there. So I wanted something a little different. Um, for my job, I have to read a lot. I have a lot of heavy reading, a lot of thinking and stuff. So one of the ways that I get away from that is I read fantasy, sci-fi type of things. And I've read one book and I'm like, oh, I like this character. So I kind of took notes and I was like, that's the kind of thing I'd like to play. Somebody that uses poison, somebody who is kind of sneaky, but I think I'm going to make him super cocky at the same time. So it'll be fun. I'll be able to jump into it and have a lot of fun with him. Sweet. Excellent. Um, and so we've spoken about this before, um, and we've worked out, I think, kind of like your character's stats, but... Yeah, when you say I would we, like... I mean, it's <laughs> you, and I go, oh yeah, that sounds great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, at the time, I don't think the system was really put together that well. Um, so I would like to uh, kind of work through this with you a little bit, if that's okay. And yeah. what we'll do is we'll take your character concept and just kind of break that down into um, how we turn that into a character sheet. And so I'm going to start recording or i'm going to start sharing on zoom so i can record this character sheet and i'll take notes for you um again see i don't really do much eric is the brains <laughs> behind all this i'm just the sexy voice i was gonna say that cold definitely helps right? oh yeah so right now we talked about a character concept we did not have a name so i'm just gonna fill in i'm i made up a name for you i'm calling you danger noodle on the patreon i mean that makes sense i am a half serpenty type humanoid so yeah right right so t uh, tell me a little bit how do you picture him um because we've seen a couple different concept arts from jeremy who yeah who went and 
crazy <laughs> with the AI generated art. Uh, but I want to know kind of like what's in your head. How do you picture Danger Noodle? I, I pictured him as a strong, mostly humanoid, but with scales, you know, things like that. And then Jeremy made him like super sexy. So I was <laughs> like, I'm in. I'm in. We'll, we'll go with that. But somebody who's right. strong, but also really quick. That's one of my, you know. Okay. If it makes sense, okay. you know, he's he's a snake. He can he can strike fast and then back up. You know, snakes can be jerks. We we all know that. But we'll kind of go from there. But that's kind of how I saw him. Um, Sweet. More of a deserty savanna kind of color, rattlesnakey type of type of Ooh. feel, which okay. I think Jeremy did pretty well. You know, to try to get something with the AI, we had to be real specific. I think we eventually right. we eventually got it and did well, but there was a lot going on. There's a lot of messaging in between. What about this one? What about this one? Terrible, <laughs> terrible, great, awesome, but I want this and this and this. So and you can't make it so specific, but he did it, you know, right. grabbed did what Yeah. And that's the struggle with the AI generated art is you, you can go from like nothing to this really cool image, but it's not a person. You can't talk with them and, and fine-tune it it just yeah it's like rolling dice it it's almost like rolling your character it, you know in a, in a game it's whatever comes out yeah but it was third party because i'm doing it through jeremy you know? <laughs> <laughs> like, i can't tell him like instantly but he right i mean he hammered out a ton of them and this ai stuff is insane i mean was it yesterday i'm just scrolling through youtube and i found somebody who did gangster's paradise with coolio with nice. ai Photos. He put the lyrics in, and then the photos popped up and stuff. I was like, "This is kind of cool." Nice. I mean, it's too much work for me, but I get it. And everybody's gonna think, "Man, this guy's probably like four hundred pounds, fat, and real lazy." And I'm just busy. <laughs> I just didn't have the time. <laughs> so. Uh, and so this is this is one of the motivations behind ABC. Is like I know how busy Justin is and everyone else, and I'm like, yeah. "How could I make building a character as simple as possible?" He's killing it. Okay, so let's let's go to the actual rules a little bit here. Um, and so building a character in, with the ABC system uh, has three steps to it. Uh, not counting coming up with a character idea, right? You have to have the idea yourself. Yeah. I'm eventually going to figure out like how to randomly generate a character, but for right now, it's based on what you want to do, how do we make that into a set of numbers that represent your character? Right. So the first thing is... Um, you get nine attribute points, and those nine attribute points are distributed between offensive and defensive combat, offensive and defensive social abilities, uh, a body statistic, and a know-how statistic. Okay. So hopefully, you know, most of that should be fairly self-explanatory, which I did on purpose, right? If you, have, if you want to be good in combat, you have to have good combat attributes. Right. Um, and so let's see here. We have nine points. How can I be offensively social? I want to be a really just offensive to everybody in social <laughs> just aspects. Just a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know any uh, better. That's the thing. I have an idea yeah. for work. You know, I'm going to be like the big shot from my my town. And you go to right. the big city, I still think I'm still a big shot. Right. Right. So there's there's two things that you got to think about here. One is uh, when I talk about the offensive and defensive social skills it's about your ability to influence those around you 
So if you just want to be a jerk, you can just roleplay being a jerk. That's totally fine. However, if you want to be able to intimidate someone or coerce someone, then you're going to need to put some points into that those social stats. Yep. Um, and I've also put your awareness. So your ability to perceive those around you, those also fall under the social stats. And so okay. in like a D20 system, there's usually like a, a specific perception skill that gets folded into these social skills in ABC. And then actually, before we go any further, let me go. I haven't shown you this. I just kind of made it. Um, I have a, a table of, of universal table of difficulties, which explains what these numbers mean. And so that would probably make sense to go over. Basically, zero is average. Okay. Right? So the average person walking around in their daily life, they're going to have a zero skill in everything. Um, and so having just a one still means you're above average. All right. Which I am. So having... Yeah, so having a one in know-how, you're above average in in your knowledge of things, um, and a two would represent kind of if you were skilled, or maybe a collegiate level. A four would be like an expert or a professional. Uh, six would be like top one hundred world class, and then an eight would be like number one in the world, and ten would be like superhuman. Okay. So let's see here. Um, so let me ask you this: Would you? Uh, prefer to be better at combat or better at your ability to influence people? Combat. Okay. So we've got nine points total. Let's say there's three, two, and three. So we might redo this later. For right now, I'm going to put two points in offensive combat and three points in defensive combat. Okay. Um, and we'll come back to that. That's five. Why I did that in a minute, right? That's five. For the listen. Six, seven, eight, nine. So we've got four more points in here. And see, this is, this is, <sighs> picking how many points you got was really hard for me because I didn't want it to be so much that you could be good at everything. And I didn't want it to be too few that you weren't good at anything. And nine just really fits into this, like, there is not enough to, to distribute into everything. And so you really have to decide what yeah. you want to be good at right you can be mediocre at everything and so um i mean the other option is you just give me extra and we don't tell the other two never <laughs> we know. don't tell anybody yeah they won't know <laughs> they won't know yeah that's true um so we say we had four more so we'll jump to know-how because we haven't talked about that know-how is a combination skill it's your knowledge of different things and your ability to do them, right? So um, if you wanted somebody who was like a chemist, right, and you put know-how in there, it would cover both your textbook knowledge of, I know X about chemistry, okay. but it would also cover your ability to do something with chemistry, like if you wanted to build a bomb or something. Yeah. And so let's talk about that one, because we haven't talked about it yet. Zero or one is what I'm thinking. Because if you want to be social and combat, you got to be lower somewhere else, unless you want to I mean, I want to be able to know how to do... My idea is, I don't know as much as potions as much as poisons, if that makes right. sense. You know, taking mm -hmm. a few different things, maybe from different natural elements to make a necrotic poison mm -hmm. kind of thing. Right. So, right. I mean, I should know some of that because of the background and where I'm growing up and things like that and fighting style, but... I want to know how to make these things. So okay. I think at okay. least one. Yeah. 
Yeah, we'll put one in there for now, and then we'll get back to that. And I'm going to switch to pencil, because that makes way more sense. I can use a pen. You can use a pencil. Okay. Yeah, so we'll put one in know-how for now. Yep. And then offensive social, defensive social. I have to go back to these definitions myself. Okay, so if you want to be fast, then we'll go over to your body stat, and I'll probably make that a two. Yep. So I'm going to say... For defensive social, I think a one, and for offensive social, a zero. Um, and we can readjust these numbers. The idea being that if you're just going to be rude to everybody, you're actually not that t tactful. Right. So and I just offending someone is free. <laughs> yeah, and it's just more out of the I don't know better aspect. Right. Because I think I'm better than I am. More important mm -hmm. than I am. Right. Perfect. Okay, so right now we have Offensive Combat 2, Defensive Combat 3, yep. Offensive Social 0, Defensive Social 1, Body 2, and Know-How 1. And I feel like that's pretty accurate. You're, you're good at fighting, you know, you're going to be fast and strong, yep. you have a little bit of knowledge of, like, poisons and things, and then socially a little awkward. Yeah. Perfect. We all okay, know somebody so like, like me, so... <laughs> Okay, so that was step one, distribute those nine points. And step two is we want to pick a focus area and a specialty. And so your focus area is much smaller. So for let's talk about offensive combat for a minute. That covers anything in the game that you would want to do offensively in combat. You want to punch somebody, grab somebody, wrestle... It's designed to be incredibly broad because I have literally no idea what you're going to do, and I need a number right. <laughs> to roll with, with anything you want to do, right? So it's this very large category. The focuses are a little bit smaller. So if we take uh, offensive combat as an example, you can focus in melee combat, or you can focus in ranged combat. Yeah, I'll be melee. Cool. Um, so under your offensive combat, like in that little box, I'm just going to rate... Uh, focus melee. Yeah. Right? And so that's going to give you a plus one when you do melee things, which is going to bring that total up to uh, three. Okay, and then the last thing is you get to choose a specialty. Currently, uh, specialty needs to be within a focus group. And so specialty can, can be literally anything you want, uh, but it should involve melee combat. You gotta give me examples. So... So let's see here. Um, an example, you can pick, you could focus on sword fighting, oh, uh, you see. could focus on thrown weapons, you could focus on unarmed combat and wrestling. Yeah, um, so my idea is having one, maybe two, almost dagger-like things that are, okay. say, covered in poison or, okay. you know, venom. Is really, I keep saying okay. poison, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I'm thinking venom. You know, if I'm snake... yeah. I just kind of take my tooth and my dagger and just put it across the dagger and then go for it. Right. Okay. Be able to add a little poison to your weapons. Yeah. Awesome. I love that. Okay. I guess we'll just call it daggers for now. Okay. And we can work this out. And so here's, here's the deal is, is the specialties, they're designed to be per character, right? So if, you know, two or three sessions in, you're like, I'm not really feeling this. We can work it out. We can change it. We can rebalance. Okay. Um, so it's not a huge deal. There we go. There's a T in there. Couldn't find it. <laughs> cool. So now you can see why I gave you an offensive combat of two and your defense of three is because 
uh, with your focus and your specialty, if you're fighting in melee range with a dagger, you're actually going to be uh, level four in your skill level. But if you were to, uh, say, get disarmed, maybe you're fighting with a larger sword or just fists, then you're going to be at a plus three level. And if you try to pick up a laser gun and start shooting somebody, you're only going to be at a plus two. All right. Laser guns. <laughs> I'm sure Jeremy will have a laser gun. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think I think we have a good diverse set because you're going to be in the melee. Yep. And then Jeremy is kind of this um, technomancer kind of character. And then Jojo, I think, is going to be um, your classic firearms um, sharpshooter. Okay. That's, um, that sounds about right as well. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty true yeah. character. Yeah. None of us are really surprised at any of them. Like, oh, yeah. 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 Cool. Okay. And so the last one, which we've touched on a little bit, but we haven't really talked about, are your, your boons and your liabilities. And so a starting character gets two boons and uh, one liability. And a boon, you can kind of think of as superpowers, but I'm interpreting them as very general. They can be abilities, they can be equipment, they can be all sorts of different stuff. Oh, all right. Um, but they're going to be specialized to your character. Right. And then a liability, same thing. It's going to be very personal, but it's supposed to be some negative, some drawback that uh, in the best case, I can use that to pull your character into a story arc or a plot thread, something that I can kind of lean on to be like, you know, maybe Justin, the player, knows better than to start a fight with three gang members in a bar. But Danger Noodle, however, has a bit of a short fuse. And when somebody insults him, he's going to take that personally. Yeah. And I think that would, I think you're honestly kind of on it. You know, I would think the, uh, how would you put it? The weakness would be maybe being naive, mm -hmm. you know, naive to a point of, and I say cockiness to it, where it's like, what are you looking at? And then they want to start a fight. And I do. Right. right. You know, or walking by a market. And seeing something I want and just taking it because where I'm from, that's what I could do. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it's the whole Aladdin thing and I'm running around parkouring and I give half the bread to my monkey and then the monkey doesn't want it. You know. <laughs> yeah. We give it to the two homeless kids instead. Awesome. Okay. Um, and so for right now, uh, I think a large part of the liability is just going to be role playing. When I'm done with the system, I think I will put an actual game mechanic, like a role, maybe to resist, you know, some temptation. But for now, I think I'm just going to leave that in your hands. And, you know, where you feel that that liability is going to come up, you can just kind of role play into it. Okay. Okay, so let's talk about these boons. You and I have talked in the past a little bit, but you kind of touched on it with your, uh, your venom. Yep. Um, you wanted to be able to put venom on your daggers and things like that. Right. And I think that's wonderful. Um, and these boons are designed, again, to be very customizable. And so if we're going to think that uh, Danger Noodle is a venomous snake humanoid, then one of your boons is that you can produce venom. Yeah, I like that. So I will ask you, um, would you rather have like a fixed usage per day? Like you can... Uh, excrete poison like three times a day or would you rather have like a uh like a recharge where 
you automatically get one use per day, and then after each use, you can roll some dice and then find out if you have more venom for the next fight. Uh, I'm more of a three uses a day, probably. Okay. If I have a set number. Cool. You know, it's almost like how many bullets do you have in your magazine? Mm-hmm. I don't know, or, okay. or batteries in your laser gun. I don't know how you're working it right. out. But. Right, yeah. So, so ironically, ammo is one of the things that I don't track because I think that's boring. <laughs> I don't want people... I don't want people being like, yeah, I have 32 bullets in this gun, and that means I can shoot that guy and that guy, and then I can do shoot shots over there. Uh, uh, and, and so that accounting for little tiny things... So for big things, you definitely count it. Like... If you have a rocket-propelled grenade, yes, you are going to count how many rounds you have for that, because right. that is big and important. Uh, but if you have a sidearm, like a 9mm pistol, you have one box of ammo. That's what you have. <laughs> and then I, I will talk about how we figure out reloads and when it runs out later, but basically what it comes down to is that every weapon has a reload number, and so you roll some dice, and if you beat that reload number... Uh, you have more of it for the okay. next fight. And if you lose, then you don't have more of it for the next fight. And so you don't have to keep track of how many times you shoot your gun in a fight. You just automatically have enough ammo to finish that fight you're in, but you might run out for the next fight. All right. I'm not going to use bullets, so... No. no. Um, Take that, Jeremy and Jojo. <laughs> yeah, so that's that's a problem you're not going to have to deal with. But we'll... For right now, we'll say three uses per day. I'm going to think about that a little bit more. Yep. And then I'm going to say that you can basically flavor that however you want. If you want to bite somebody or put it on your dagger or whatever, yeah. that's up to you. But as far as a, what it does, we can talk a little bit more if you want to do non-traditional things. Like if you want different kinds of poison, we can talk about that. Yeah. But for now, I'm going to say that it adds 1d6 damage. So if you stab somebody with a knife and it does one damage and then you've poisoned it, now it's 1d6 plus one damage. And we'll, we'll work with that. And if it doesn't work, we'll come out with something else. Okay. Cool. So we talked about boon number one, which was uh, that he was venomous. Yep. Um, and for now, we'll say he has three uses per day uh, to do extra damage. And so if you have... Okay. So if you have really good eyes... Um, and you look on your character sheet, in the top left, there's like the uh, Apaka podcast symbol. Yes. We will use that in the future. Uh, right now, I'm not going to talk about it, but right underneath it in a column, there's like these really lightly shaded circles. <laughs> You'll just have to trust me on that. Okay. I believe you. I can, I'll make them darker in the future. Um, and I also might add more of them. But anyway, the point is that this is supposed to be an easy way to keep track of things. You can take your pencil and you can draw three circles on the left-hand side. Um, and so that'll represent your uses per day. And so as you use stuff, you can just check it off. Got it. That I can do. Yeah. So even if you can't see them, you can just draw your own circles. And uh, I still have to work with the formatting of the sheet. But so far, I'm pretty happy with it. But let's move on to uh, boon number two. Uh, you and I have already talked about this. Um, and if you've changed your mind, let me know. But if I understand... Your character would be from the south, which is our kind of savannah plateau. Correct. And for Yeah, for that's people... kind of where I felt where it should be. Sweet. Um, and so for the people who have listened to the other lore drops, um, they will know that that region is infested with giant scorpions. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
So like minivan car sized scorpions. Yep. We're talking just ugly. Yeah. 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 Um, and they have unique abilities that I'm not going to talk about yet because I don't want to spoil anything. Um, but they are, besides being large scorpions, they are also very deadly. And we had talked about you, your character um, having armor that was made from the carapace of one of these scorpions. Yes. Yeah, and that's kind of what I worked over with Jeremy as well. I'm thinking more body armor, not as much as like a helmet or anything. Yeah. But, you know, and that's why I'm the way that I am. I killed a scorpion. Do you know who I am? You know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And uh, that first off sounds really cool to me. And I, I 100% agree with the the cockiness that comes with that. Uh, especially if it comes with a good story. You know, whether or not it's true, I'll leave that up to you. Um, <laughs> yeah. But. I'm I'm sure he should have some kind of story in his back pocket about how he single-handedly defeated this monstrosity and and turned it into a set of armor. And so we had talked about, you know, anybody who lives in that region, they know about these scorpions. Yeah. And so if they see you walking around in armor made out of the carapace of the, one of these things, it's going to make an impression. Right. And so I was thinking that would give you kind of a, a social bonus to... Again, I'm going to try and keep things open-ended i what did i call it last time street cred i called oh, it street cred yeah what that means i will leave up to interpretation based on the situation but essentially what i'm thinking is any kind of any social role you would have to make to intimidate or convince someone you're a good fighter you basically just get a plus one bonus to do that nice yeah so right now i'll just write plus one um, and you can probably make a note of that under your your social, offensive social stat. You can probably write street cred. Social. Uh, offensive? Yep. Right. I mean, where we put it isn't so much as important as remembering it. And so the way I've tried to lay out this character sheet is that all of the things that are important to whatever you're doing are in the same box. Okay. You know? And so I made each of these six different boxes and then... Um, it should be easy to... F the, the hope is that your character is nice and custom and it explains what your character wants to do. And then when I ask for a role, you can be like, oh, does my street cred apply? Does this apply? And, and so I don't have to remember anything about your character. You can kind of jump in and be proactive for yourself and be like, I can, can I, I use can my street it, cred? Yeah. You know? And so I tried to organize it so that y you could very easily find the things that you uh, wanted. And then I thought about this for a while. I thought I was just going to give you street cred, but I think I'm also going to count this as just armor. Oh, yeah. So it's not just decorative. I think I'm actually going to give it to you as actual protective armor. And I don't think you and I have talked about this yet, but the way armor is going to work in uh, the ABC system is if you look on your wounds, Yep. Uh, you have different levels of injury. And so if you look on the left, you see like 1-2, scratch, and then three circles. Yep. Um, and so the idea is that if someone attacks you and does 1 to 2 damage, then you're just going to mark off or check off one of those circles. Oh, I see. Um, and so right now you can take three scratches. And what happens is after you fill up your three scratches, if you take another scratch, since that level is full it's going to elevate the damage to a bruise. Right. And so it's kind of like water being poured into a bucket, is once that bucket is full, it overflows into the next bucket. 
Yeah, that makes sense. For you, I'm going to give you an additional scratch circle. All right. So you can go in there and just put another. So you'll have four. You can take four scratches before you take a bruise. Okay. Cool. So I think that's uh, everything about how to take your character or how to fill out your character sheet. Do you have any questions or comments on anything? No, I think it's pretty easy. It's big enough so I can write easy enough. Yeah. No, that's good. Sweet. Making it simple for me. That's, that's what I'm trying to do. Okay, I think that is enough for this episode. We learned a little bit about Danger Noodle, a little bit about the rules, and how to go from a character concept to a character sheet. I posted a Danger Noodle trading card to Reddit, Twitter, and Instagram, so the next time we meet, we can review name suggestions. If you want access to concept art, such as Danger Noodle's trading card, then follow me on Instagram, Twitter, or Reddit, at the ABCGM. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Apaka Podcast Lore Drops. This is the ABC Game Master signing off. I'll see you next time.